I've been running a lot of polls on the Tea with Tammy Twitter page lately. It's fun and it's a great way to interact with you all because it lets me know what you like and it opens many great opportunities for us to debate. Um, So let's have at it. One of the polls that I did was, are we fighting on site, S-I-T-E, or on site, S-I-G-H-T? It sparked from watching Love and Hip Hop New York when Cardi B said that she was going to fight that bitch on site. And it made me think, are people out there really thinking that S-I-T-E is the type of site that Cardi B is talking about because as people were quoting her on Twitter, they were spelling it that way. But let me educate you if you did not know. S-I-T-E means a location, the site, the building, the playground that you you meet up at to beat that bitch's ass. When S-I-G-H-T is vision. I'ma fight you when I see you. And that ultimately is what that saying means. But a lot of people think it's S-I-T-E. Incorrect. The people who voted that way, I'm sorry. You need a Pull out your dictionary and uh, learn both definitions to both words. I know they sound the same, but they have two different meanings. So keep in mind, it makes no sense to say that I'm going to fight that bitch on location because of course there's always going to be a location when you fight. You're not fighting midair. That that makes no sense. You're going to fight her or him when you see them. S-I-G-H-T. Another poll I did was a movie poll and it was Set It Off versus Dead Presidents. A hundred percent of the votes went to Set It Off as I thought they should. Um, Dead Presidents to me really isn't that great of a movie. Here is another unpopular opinion from the Tammy J. But Dead Presidents isn't good. I'm sorry, the acting is all right, and the storyline barely, barely <laughs> makes sense. I just, uh, the the emotion is just not there. I'm not emotionally attached to any of the characters in the movie. As for and Set It Off, I feel for each one of them. Every woman in that movie, I was like, damn, I'd be robbing banks too if I was you. As for Dead Presidents, I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, go home. Like, it just didn't, it really didn't make sense. But a lot of y'all agree, so I'm glad. Moving on. I did another movie poll, and this did not sway votes 100%, but... The movie that won is my favorite movie, or one of my favorite movies, and it was Think Like a Man versus The Best Man. Both of these movies are amazing, and there's some overlap when it comes to actors in those movies, but The Best Man won, as it should have, because The Best Man is much more deeper than think like a man it has a lot more emotion and (gasps) moments than think like a man think like a man is a good movie not gonna lie love the whole cast funny moments somewhat emotional um, moments but 
the best man will never get old. Never, ever, ever. There are laughing moments. It's just, it's just more of a mature movie. And as I mentioned in a past show, you can really fall deep in thought as for what these characters are thinking and trying to put yourself in the, in their shoes and figure out what you would do in their situations. It's just, it's a lot, a lot more, what's the word? You invest a lot more in that movie. Think like a man, it's entertaining, you put it on and you turn it off. The best man, you turn it on and you fall in love and you fall out of love and you get mad and you get sad. You get all these other type of feelings and emotions and all of that. So the best man definitely was the deserving winner of that poll. Another poll I did was me asking if you were throwing a West Coast themed party and you can only choose one of these two artists to play at that party, who would you choose? And the options were YG and The Game. Both artists very heavily influenced by the West Coast, but in very different ways and very different sounds. And surprisingly the poll actually swayed for YG despite being in this rap game not as long as the game and doesn't have as much uh credibility in the industry as the game as well YG phenomenal rapper love the album still brazy one of my favorites of 2016 Love the game. Pest Control, one of the funniest diss tracks of 2016. I know the game hasn't really put himself out there to be some type of party rapper as much as YG may have a little bit. Um, And that may play a factor as to why YG won this poll. Because I did say a West Coast themed party. But I just feel like, I just feel like the game has just been West Coast his whole life and his whole career for so many more years than YG that it should have went to him. But I understand that YG won. YG, you know, appeals to the younger crowd. He has some party records. He is aligned with a lot of other younger artists who are popular right now, like Ty Dolla Sign. So I get it. I understand. Still brazy. Put it on at a party. We gonna turn up. We gonna twist our fingers and do our dance. And the last poll I'm gonna mention that I ran, which is still active right now. So you're gonna have to actively go to the Twitter page of Tea with Tammy and see who won. But as of right now, I'm running a poll of Brandy versus Monica. Who has more hits? Brandy or Monica? Right now, Monica is in the lead, surprisingly again for me, because I think Brandy has more hits when it comes to catalog, but I think Monica has or has had a longer career when it comes to being successfully on the radio or selling records when it comes to that. I think that's where some of the voters are getting confused. Yeah, Monica is or has been around 
actively making music and making popular music probably a tad bit longer than Brandy you know give or take um they they both had their off seasons and their on seasons but Brandy has way more hits she has classics that will never get old like baby like that song's amazing we have best friend oh I love that song so much we cannot forget I want to be down another classic almost doesn't count oh that's a good one yes Monica has great songs you know angel of mine you know first night um so gone which is the ultimate one Monica has definitely been my Beyonce when it comes to music at times when I was younger but I don't know to me Brandy has more hits Maybe I have to reevaluate their catalog and refresh my memory, but if I'm not mistaken, Brandy Brandy should win the poll. But as of now, Monica's winning. Check at Tea with Tammy Twitter page to see who wins. Alright, that's enough about polls. Especially since we're not talking about dancing on them. But uh let's talk about let's revisit the topic of online dating or more specifically online app dating uh dating apps dating mobily <laughs> i'm just trying to find so many different ways to say this but let's just talk about it i had a you know a whole segment before in a past show about it but i really think i need to revisit the topic because to be honest my viewpoints on almost all of them has changed so let me update you on the t okay first let's chat about okay cupid okay cupid is still still a weird favorite of mine like i mentioned before but let's be honest it's it's trash when it comes to you wanting to actually connect with someone it really is just it, I don't want to say bottom of the barrel, but you're most likely not going to find love. Let's let's just keep it at that. And you're most likely going to get hit on all day, every day by people who are probably not even in the same continent as you. <laughs> so there's also that. But the reason why it's still kind of cool and still kind of fun and one of my favorites is because you can just get lost in filling out your your profile i know that has nothing to do i mean well it has you know have to do with meeting someone because you know what you put out there is what you know is going to attract others but to be honest, I just enjoy answering the survey questions and filling out my profile because it's the most detailed and personality-based dating app. And it's kind of sad and a little bit ironic how that how that turns out because the one app that actually focuses on your personality versus just a two-sentence bio and a picture and you swiping right is the worst one <laughs> as for finding someone. So there's that for OkCupid. Let's also chat about Meet Me. Meet Me is also a dating app, but it's kind of laid out to be almost a Facebook because you have a profile, you have pictures, you can post statuses, you can browse other people in your area, 
You can put up specific attributes that describe you the most on your profile. It shows your height. It shows if you have kids, your education status, all of that. It's very profile as for your resume. Hmm, I don't know if I should say resume. Makes it sound like it's LinkedIn or something. But it's like a Facebook. But still, Meet Me is unfortunately a bit sketchy because there's no type of screening as for any other app, I guess I should say. But you can get messages from whoever whenever, however, and you can also send pictures. So, <laughs> if you if you can tell by my laugh, you're going to get some dick pics. You're going to get them. I'm sorry, you're going to get them, but you can easily block someone, you know, you don't have to, you know, continue to see it. But there there is that. And people can just message you. You don't have to match with someone to message someone. But I will say something positive about Meet Me is since it's so profile based, almost as a Facebook, it allows you to really determine if that person is going to even be worth messaging. As you probably know, in other dating apps, it doesn't give you much of an opportunity to say who you are in your bio because you only have a little space to write some information and the focus is really just on your pictures moving forward but as for this you can put a lot of information and so if you're looking at someone's profile and under you know has children section they say yes I have children and that's just something that you're not down to even be involved with you can just keep on moving as for maybe tinder um, you have to, you know, message someone and have them tell you that they have children. Of course, people can lie on their profile and say they don't have children when they do, but it gives them, there's more opportunity to learn who someone is before wasting your time and messaging someone and realizing that they're just a creepy pervert with 10 children who lives in their mother's basement. Transitioning to Tinder though, Tinder probably the most popular one of them all and probably the most successful when it comes to actually meeting someone. Tinder, people are down on Tinder. They are ready to go. Maybe because it's so popular, a lot more people trust this app, I would say. So they're more willing to meet someone and start conversations, I will say. Yes, you're going to get conversations and messages all day, every day on OkCupid and Meet Me. But on Tinder, these are actually going to be less spam. I want to say less perverts. I want to say that. But, you know, I'm only going off of my area and the people I've messaged. But Tinder, you're going to find someone who's going to want to meet you you know, there's a good chance that it actually might go well and they might not be crazy. So I think Tinder is for the down-to-earth, real person who actually wants to meet someone. As for a lot of other sites, they, yeah, they're going to message you. They're going to bother you. They're going to harass you. Yeah, they want to meet you, but probably to murder you or just be perverted and share their fetish with you or (laughs) something weird like that. Not saying that that's not going on on Tinder, but it's going on a lot more 
on other apps. So again, I think Tinder is the most trustworthy because it was one of the pioneers to this dating app thing. I know there's been dating apps and sites before Tinder, but Tinder really took the, you know, took charge of the the dating app game and made them to be the one to trust. And the last one I really want to mention is Bumble. Okay, so this is the app specifically I was really referring to when I say that my viewpoints have changed. Before I mentioned how Bumble was great, it was the cleaner version of Tinder when Tinder was a bit more ratchet and Bumble was, you know, clean cut and um, not sophisticated, but people just looked genuine and attractive and the image of it was just very ideal. That's the dating app your mom would want would want you to be on. But here's where my opinion has kind of changed. Um, I really think that Bumble is just a scam and no one is really on it. You're going to you're going to get you're going to download Bumble, you're going to put it on your phone, you're going to sign up, you're going to be looking cute on your profile, you're going to be swiping right, you're going to be getting all these matches and you're going to be messaging people because on Bumble uh well, on Bumble the girl messages first. So, you may or may not be sending messages, but if you're a woman, you're going to be sending messages and no one's going to be replying because Everyone else on Bumble will be either a, you know, a fake profile or a profile that was set up with the intentions of not really using it. That's the type of experience I've at least had and know a lot of other people have had as well. So again, you're going to get on Bumble. There's going to be this hot person, sexy people, and you're just going to be swiping right and matching all day long matching all day long and no one's gonna say shit back to you when you message them it may sound kind of conceited or I don't know what the word would be but it may sound conceited for me to say that well if they're not messaging me back they must be fake but what are the chances are everyone that I'm actually matching with which means that they saw my profile and saw an interest in me as well not messaging back like what's the point of even swiping right what's the point of even being on the app if you're not even gonna try not even a message hi back and not gonna lie some of these pictures of people looked a bit staged or just too good to be true it's just like you're way too you know you're just your profile just looks so perfect why are you on here You're going to be like, damn, you're a model too, yet you're on Bumble? Is there really no one in these streets for you? Really? Not saying that someone in that profession would not want to be on a dating app, but it's like 80% on Bumble, everybody looks fine. And you start to question yourself, just like, hmm, why is everyone on here attractive? But on Tinder, everyone looks a little bit more down to earth. Um, laid back, genuine, real people. But here's my theory when it comes to the Bumble app. I think when it was originally created or, you know, when it first went live or when it was being like beta tested, the Bumble creators had 
conferences and sessions and in-services and stuff like that. You know, just going, you know, renting a big room, inviting good-looking, well-known industry people to these seminars about Bumble, educating them about the app, free drinks, free food or whatever, making them all sign up make their profiles, you know, everyone's just laughing and ha ha ha, kikiing, matching with people that are in the room. And once they make that profile, they kind of forget about it. They never really had the intention of finding someone on there. It was just kind of like a, a fun day out of, oh, let's create this profile. And the very next day you go back to your normal life and to your boyfriend or girlfriend that you you have already. And I think that was done, you know, cross states when starting Bumble. That's my theory. And I know a lot of products start off like that where, you know, it's just a small thing and the creators are you know, just popping up at, you know, like a a festival, a South by Southwest. They have they have a table, they have a tent, they have a, a seminar, and they have some free food in the room, and they encourage you to sign up and make the profile, but you never were really interested in, to begin with. You were just there for the perks, or you were there because you were kind of curious, or there to kill time, and I think that's how Bumble started. And I think that's why there's a lot of just dead profiles on there that we're matching with or swiping right on and getting no reaction or communication with. Call me crazy, but I think that's Bumble. I'm over it though. Kind of over the whole dating app thing. I think it's uh, it's of 2016 And in 2017, I'm going to meet my husband in a grocery store or a bookstore or at the gym. I swear as I am, I swear as it. Speaking of 2016 coming to an end, and I'm going to wrap up this podcast show on on this topic or note. 2016 was a phenomenal year for music, without a doubt. There are so many albums I I couldn't I really couldn't keep up. There was a there legitimately was a point where I was just like, "Damn, there's more music." I was kind of annoyed or frustrated cuz I just couldn't keep up. And I love to be on top of my game when it comes to music so I can talk music with other people and you know, write reviews or talk about, you know, what my thoughts were or what my favorite songs were. And I was just falling behind and I just couldn't keep up and I I was just so overwhelmed with the great music of 20 But really quickly, I would like to just mention some of my favorite albums of 2016. You can find the whole list of my favorite albums of 2016 at twatami.net. I put 15 great albums. I actually listed them from most popular to the most lesser known ones. But just to mention a few, I've actually already mentioned one and that was Still Brazy, YG. But another five that were really great for me was Mind of Mine by Zayn. That album slept on by the black community. He was really getting his R&B on and I appreciate Zayn for going solo so he can his he can flex his inner black muscle <laughs> and get some blue-eyed soul on vinyl. And, you know, really... 
contribute to the R&B game. I thought it was a nice effort. I like the album. I love the cover. Uh, you know, uh, him being a kid with his tattoos. It was just enjoyable. He has Kalani on the album. That was a nice feature. And I think a lot more people need to pay attention to Zayn. Zayn is... I I drafted Zayn. I adopted Zayn for the black community. So we need to welcome him. Okay? Another album is Big Baby Drum. (laughs) Now, looking at this album cover, I was like, this is a joke. This is ridiculous. He is grinning from ear to ear with this little furry puppy just on his shoulder. <laughs> I was just like, what kind of album is this? Is this for real? Is this a parody? I don't, I just thought it was a joke. I thought it was him and Little Dicky, you know, putting an album together or something. But it's really good. It is soulful. My favorite song is Wi-Fi with Erica Badu. I mentioned it before, I believe. It's in a Tea with Tammy Sound playlist. I know it is because I've played it a million times but that album definitely also slept on big baby drum hands down one of my favorite breakout artists of 2016 definitely listen to that album another album i thoroughly enjoyed was 2088 by janae aiko and big sean they really put their relationship and collaborations to the best of their efforts and really made a a great project it was entertaining i love the music videos my favorite song is talk show it's hilariously honest when it comes to relationships and what you say to the other significant other in the relationship definitely a good listen especially if you're in a relationship even if that relationship is rocky or at its best It's going to be very entertaining for you. Also, love, 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 Shrim Life 2 by Ray Shrimmerd. They definitely know how to party. They continuously make the best turn up music. When it comes to Ray Shrimmerd, they are iconic at what they do. No, they may not be the best lyrical or you know the best MC or whatever what have you but they're killing it when it comes to creating songs you can turn up to party to have fun to we all know that's what the kids want to do and so someone's got to do it someone's got to provide the soundtrack to the craziest party of the century and that would be Ray Shrimmer and the last album I want to mention is A Good Night in the Ghetto by Kamaya Kamaya is the feature on Why You Always Hatin' by YG, if you don't know who I'm talking about. Her album, if it's not my favorite, it's definitely one of my top favorites of 2016. Very West Coast, very ignorant, but true to herself. It's very entertaining. Like, it's hilariously hood. There's no denying the entertainment factor of the album but it also makes you think she she reminds me a bit of a west coast gangsta boo in a way i don't know maybe i'm just spitting things out but gangsta boo to me was funny 
but also serious at the same time. It's weird how Kamaya can pull that off to be so hood, but just so funny talking about a dude going down on her. <laughs> it's it's a great album. Very West Coast, like I said. She gets, you know, 10 times cosigns from YG. YG is actually on the album as well. Definitely check it out. One of my top favorites of 2016, if not my favorite. So definitely check it out. Well, that's all I really want to mention. I know I could talk about a lot more topics like Black China and Rob. I don't want to get into that because that's a never-ending conversation. But I will say briefly, I like Black China. I believe Black China. I think Black China is genuine. That is just me. I feel for her. I have her on Snapchat. I think she's real. And I think a lot of people get caught up in what they think goes on in the industry or how someone in her type of field should act or how they got to the position that they're in. And I don't see that as, at all. I don't stereotype Black China to be some hoe or some, you know, some vixen when she just has a banging body that she paid for and she has her own business. I feel like she's a great cook and a great mother on Snapchat, at least from what I've seen. And I, I have no reason to think ill of Black China or think that she's out to just get someone's money or brand or last name. I don't think that at all. I also can go on for days about Azealia Banks, but in a previous show, I had mentioned that I am done of her. I, I washed my hands of her and I really don't want to waste my breath on her. But in in short, she's still crazy. She's trend, She's trending on Twitter for not so good reasons again. And I'm just again over her, not gonna waste my breath anymore on her. And I also can mention Lena Dunham, who is the creator of Girls and how ignorantly she she speaks. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to get deep into it, but she was quoted saying that she she wished she, she could have an abortion just to make a political statement. And that is the stupidest thing someone could say. Yes, I understand you had good intentions with that thought as for a woman should be able to do what she wants with her body I get it I understand that I'm for that but to say that you wish you could go through the horrific situation of having an abortion just to make a point sounds so stupid and insensitive Lena sit down Write another pilot for a show. Girls is ending soon. Just do something. But don't don't get on platforms and try and put yourself out there to be the voice of something you clearly don't fully understand. Again, that's it. I'm done. I'm not going to... I said I'm not going to go into that. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have the time. I really don't. We're on episode 18. That means only two more left. And then, and then it's time to go our separate ways. But I'll be back. Um, let's not focus on our goodbyes just yet. 
I'll be I'll be back next week with another episode. Stay tuned. Go to teawithtammy.net. Check out the full list of my favorite albums of 2016. Listen to Tea with Tammy Sound, Volume 23. It's amazing. Follow me on Twitter. Participate in the polls. Follow me on Instagram. Definitely comment on the posts that I I present. And until next time. You know what? You don't you don't even have to sip tea. Just uh if you do get some tea, you better spill it.